Hey, hey, freelancers. It's Jason, a.k.a. Rez, and I'm here to answer your questions so that you could get over the bumps in the road so that you could build a profitable freelance business. And today's question is something that gets asked a lot from, especially from newly minted freelancers, but also freelancers that may be taking a change in the direction of their business as well. Should you do work for free? Well, I was having this conversation with a colleague of mine in a Slack group that I'm a part of, and it kind of dovetailed into this conversation because it was sparked from a tweet that we both happened to see, and he noticed that I jumped into that conversation on Twitter, which, by the way, if you want to get a hold of me, Twitter is by far and away the best way to do that. Tweet me at res with three Zs. Now, during the midst of these tweets, during the thread of the conversation, um, there was a statement there where this person was working for free for a couple of months, and they weren't they weren't in a spot where they felt comfortable enough to really set any sort of monetary goal per month. And so the question that came up in our Slack conversation was really based around doing work for free, right? Like, you know, why, why wouldn't you set a monetary goal? Why are you doing this work for free? That kind of thing. So I want to first say that my stance on spec work, right? Or work that you do, doing for someone else without getting compensated is something I'm not an advocate for. That doesn't mean that I don't see the value or understand why some folks do it. It just means that I would rather put my own sweat equity into my own business and get a monetary payment for the time and effort that I put into somebody else's. Now, I had the luxury of building up my freelance business when I first started out while I was working full-time. So obviously, I was able to gradually build up that portfolio of paying clients while getting paid from my full-time position. My thoughts while doing that were that I wanted to get a gauge on what my value in the market was. There's no way to do that if you aren't getting paid. Having someone tell me, let's do this project now, and if it all goes well, I'll have more work for you, never showed me that the person valued the work that I was doing for them. There may be certain circumstances where you need to take on spec work. Say, for example, you're a designer and you're looking to branch off into an industry that you've never worked in before. If you don't have other clients to to show the work, two, then it may be hard to land a client. Not impossible, just harder. Or if you're totally learning a brand new skill and want to offer services using that skill, sometimes doing spec work will help you learn and get that real world experience. I encourage you that if you do spec work or work for free for any specific length of time, be sure that the client you do it for allows for you and signs off on you. Let me take a step back here. Make sure that the client allows you and signs off for you on using them as a case study or a portfolio piece. 
etc. And I stumbled over my words there. Basically, what I'm saying is, is make sure you get them to sign off that you're allowed to use them as a case study. This may be assumed really by you, right? Because you're doing work for free and you think that you could just use it. But unless they sign off on it, it could become a sticky spot where you end up maybe not even getting anything other than the learned skill. Let me offer this to you, though. As an alternative to spec work, try scaling back that work. So let's assume that you are starting anew, and that's why you are looking to work for free. Instead of doing the whole project, why not scale back and do a small, more manageable, less, risk, less riskier piece of the project? Let's face it, that's really what's in play here, is risk. The client wants to keep the price as low as possible, sure, but they want that price as low as possible to minimize their risk of getting the work done. A full website design, as an example, may take weeks to do. And if you're doing it for free, there's no risk to the clients if you don't deliver on it. The risk is all on your shoulders to make sure that it goes live, which from my experience, oftentimes never happens because there are so many things at play here that there's no skin in the game from the client's end to give you what you need from them. Instead of doing the full design project, offer a scaled back solution. Say one landing page design that they can use over and over and over again in their, in their business. It may take you a week to deliver on that, but you can deliver it quickly and at a much lower price point, which means lower risk, than a full-fledged website. And if it never goes live, then at least you are compensated for your time. You get the real-world experience, the learned skill of doing design as well. Plus, the scaled-back time frame allows you to get more initial pieces into your portfolio even faster. If you're just starting out, don't assume that you have to do work for free. Don't be enticed by the I'll give you more work after this project is done, promise. Think about what you can do that's smaller, but still get you that learned skill you desire and build up a bit of a portfolio quicker so that you can get to being respected for the value you are bringing to your client's business. So if you have a question, ask Rez, that's me, by dropping me a tweet. Like I said, on Twitter, <laughs> that's the best way to get me. Shoot me an email or leave me a comment in iTunes, and I'll be happy to answer it for you. Until next time, it's your time to live in the feast. <laughs>